Who are you? Ripley, Ellen, Lieutenant First Class, number 36706. Ellen Ripley died 200 years ago. You're a thing, a construct. They grew you in a lab. What the hell is going on here? He is breeding an alien species. I wish you could understand what we're trying to do here. Now they brought it out of you. Not all the way out. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Got Secret Remix. This episode 393. I'm Mark Eastman. Back to school special. Oh my gosh, it's been a day, two days. I gotta just remember that I can't blow through crosswalks anymore. When I see a little kid, when I see an eight-year-old with a vest and a flag, yep. that child carries authority. That's right. And I have to obey their traffic signals. Dang right. Yeah. I actually, I bike commuted today. I actually stopped my bike at a crosswalk for some kids getting off of school, uh-huh. out of school. And I was like, oh, I could just zip through here before they... And I was like, no. There's like two cars behind me, and I'm like, I'm holding up all these mofos for these kids. Yeah. Oh, God. But that's what I hate about back to school. All the traffic patterns change. Yeah. You get used to these traffic patterns, good or bad. You just get used to them over the summer. And then, like, today driving here, I'm like, this is insane. These This traffic is insane today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's that back to school stuff. So everything's got to, like, everyone's just got to get it figured out again. Get, yep. get, it, get smooth out the, that curve again. It was fun. That my, you know, my kid goes to a daycare that is also a school. But, you know, they've been off for the summer. He still goes there. And uh, a long Labor Day weekend, he did not want to go back to school on Tuesday. Forced him in the car, took him. They had a big balloon art, uh, arch. They had signs that said, welcome back. And I told him, I was like, hey, this is all for you. Yeah. And he he was stoked yeah, man. to go to school. Yeah, <laughs> man. Party, yeah, all oh, kids in the new backpacks. You know, you get to see you know, what, what, what's 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 hip with the kids these days. Oh. They they they're all in their uh, their Dua Lipas and their their Post Malone shirts and uh, uh, you know. I got a picture of my niece's back to school uh, picture today, and and one looks like the third grader looks like a a punk ass third grader, and then the fifth grader she looks like she's going to school in nineteen seventy five. I'm like what it, is this the style now? We're back in the seventies. She's got. She looks like, like bell bottoms. She looks like Carly. Yeah, because I she looks know like Carly Simon. Uh, wide pant legs, flared out jeans. That's in now. Yeah, she, it was like. That, yep, that's what it was. So I guess and, that's uh, the deal. You know, I'm I'm a man near forty, but I was like, yeah, I'm jumping on this because you're telling me pants can be more comfortable than what <laughs> society has told us to be. Like we just have big flowing leg holes. I'm I'm in. You pull you pull out your Jinkos from high school. Yeah, I'm skinny and tapered is out. <laughs> Comfortable calves are in. Comfort's back. Yeah, comfort's back. I, I dig it. Yeah, um, so back. Yeah. Speaking of comfort and back to school, what have you been watching? Got a few things in. Um, not a lot because we're actually like on schedule. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I had a, bi-weekly. Yeah, and I had a I had a couple busy weeks, so I didn't get to watch a whole lot. But um, yeah, we are. This is uh, we're recording this after Labor Day, so I'm you know. Yeah, so I feel like I have a normal list. I've watched other than what we did for the show. I did. Th- I watched three movies. I watched uh, the HBO documentary, uh, one of their top movies right now, 2023 BS High. Okay. It is about the fake 
school thing, Bishop Sycamore fake high school thing from a couple of years ago. This what the movie Accepted was based off of? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. This is different. This is different. Okay. Um, it's like prep football, you know, that yeah. high-end football shit that they have on ESPN? Sure. A uh, documentary is called BS High, and, it's, and it was this, basically a con job. Okay. It's cash. Okay, I want to check that out. Totally cool yeah. documentary. It's about an hour and a half, hour 20. Nice set. I remember years ago when, like, there was a school in Washington that, that had a huge scandal. A, you know, private prep school that was like, but it was all for, all for the football program. Yeah. So, um, I'm always intrigued when that kind yeah, of stuff happens. Yeah, this is a cool documentary. Yeah, check yeah. it out. BS High on these Are there talks of boosters? I love um, when boosters get involved. There's some booster things, but it's mostly about the coach and the kind of like the con job he pulled on okay. players and stuff. All right. Very interesting, and you get a little insight into this this other world of of sports that you are just kind of almost fringe, like to most, I think. Um, and then uh, got out to the theater. Finally, went and saw Oppenheimer. Okay. Cash. I don't need to explain that to anyone. I think it's well known that that movie is cash. Yeah. I will say that I think that was the th- the shortest three hours of movie I've seen in my life. It flies, doesn't it? And, well, when I got done, I was like, oh, I thought that was supposed to be a three-hour movie. It must have been only like a two, two and a half. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, nope, that was on 881 minutes. Silly Murphy is got to be... The most underrated actor of our generation oh, right now. And I... God, now, now I'm second guess myself. I was so confident when I looked this up last time. I was like, we need to know... We 28 weeks later when we did that episode, we were like, Cillian? Killian Murphy. Is it Killian? Killian Murphy. Okay. Uh, Must be a... Because that is great. An Irish or a North yeah, Northern I Irish, Irish... I think he's an Irish actor. Pronunciation. Yeah. Um, yeah, Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Uh, that, that one was great. Great mm-hmm. cast. I was actually really surprised the depth of that cast. I was like, "Is this a super movie?" Because it's basically a super movie. Does it? It feels like and it. Then, when like a guy, like someone shows up at the at the hour forty five mark, and you're like, "I know who that is." Yeah, and then and then it also just reassures like I was right about that guy who won the Academy Award for the um, Eddie Freddie Mercury movie. Oh um, yeah, that guy. That guy is not a good actor. That just it just reassured it to me. With his weird frog voice that he does. And he gets like this, like you see him show up and you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. I'm like, oh, Christopher Nolan, maybe he is a good actor. Nah, he clearly hit him because he was a crappy actor and he has like the smallest part in Uh, the whole movie. Um, I can't even remember. Rami Malek. Rami Malek. I'm so disappointed with Rami Malek, I can't remember Rami Malek's name. You know who's great in that, speaking of, you know, the Rami Malek's like being disappointed? I just look at this man's face. Beautiful face. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He's really good. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett is great, man. Yeah, Josh Hartnett's really good. A grown-up Josh Hartnett? Yeah. Thank you, Christopher Nolan, for giving us adult Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we don't want to harp on it, but there are some, like, there's anti-Nolan people, and I think there's anti-atomic bomb people. Put away your uh, biases. See Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's good. it's just yeah, a good movie and, and some insight on maybe a lesser known character of, from history. Yeah, I mean everyone hears Manhattan Project and they think Einstein, right? 
or the blue guy from uh, The Watchmen. Yes. Yeah. Was exactly. like, no, it was like a real guy. Yeah. It was like a real kind of kind of nerd scientist guy. Yeah. And then uh, my other movie, uh, I watched 2011 Attack the Block. Mm. And I watched that because of the movie we're doing for the show. Um, mm, yeah. Attack the Block is still cash. Yeah, I like that movie. I, man, I, I can, I can understand that language. Oh, really? I'm pretty good at the thick British. Yeah. Like, I'm good at it. But like that's, but this is also like a youth. Yeah. A British like, youth type. I don't know. Like, I was like, gosh, should I put subtitles on for this? Because I remember like, no, nah, I don't need it, man. I get, it. I get them. I guess. Yeah. Get, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like. With them, nah, bruv. You don't, you don't need so, subtitles. You, like, you, you know, deep in it. And I think because I really like the term "getting murked," mm-hmm. and I just yes, that's and, a great. And so like, and I like to use "getting murked" mostly yeah. like within the the realm of playing video games, mm-hmm. like totally murked that guy or whatever. And so they say "getting murked" a lot. And I love yeah. it. So I was, I'm like, I just get it. Maybe yeah. it's like, maybe it's the video game language. It's maybe like, yeah. I don't speak it, but I can read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I sort of watched just a few things. Uh, yeah. How about you? I saw some things. Okay, uh, just look at this list. I'm actually going to go in order of how I enjoyed them. Because I got some uh, I got some, I got some real stinkers. But I got some, some real good stuff. So we'll just do the... We'll, we'll, some, you got some mint cash first. Top. This was a Mike impatient. And to this day, I don't know what Mike was thinking. <laughs> this is actually... This is a, this is a DNF. After three, three, three days, <laughs> the bench two thousand eight is the bench warmers. I didn't. I had not finished it. I was just like, this is not funny at all. <laughs> you know, sometimes like I like to. I like to. I will say, Rob Schneider looks legit. I, he looks like yep. a legit athlete, right? That was what we talked about, and uh, like I was like, he looks good. I was doing some research, uh, this movie as I'm watching. I was like, what the the fuck is this movie so you know you pull it up pull it up on IMDb you search the letterbox uh there is it's not confirmed that this is an a- happy madison production that essentially adam sandler in and all his power because he's a very powerful man in hollywood was like i'm making this movie it's gonna start rob schneider and david spade who at the time didn't like each other oh and adam sandler was like no i'm forced you guys to be in a movie together <laughs> I'm yeah. friends with you i'm friends with you i want you two to be friends yep doing a movie together you're doing a movie together and like <laughs> That was my favorite, like, not confirmed, but I kind of like that there's multiple people saying, like, no, like, this is the story behind it, was that Adam Sandler wanted these two guys to get along, so he was like, I'm going to produce a movie, and you guys will star in it. Yeah. You know, I like I like to rationalize all my um, sure. all my things with, sometimes you're in a movie, Some, sometimes you're not. Oh, sure. Sure. I mean, I'm... Uh, That's my first line of defense. Hey, I, you know, I was just listening... Going back, editing the last episode we did, and I, I was riding hard for the Pope's Exorcist. I will not be mad if anybody, Mike included, is like, watch the Pope's Exorcist, DNF, did not finish. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? I can't blame you for not finishing the Pope's Exorcist, but I like the Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> um, Alright, that's, okay, so that was the lowest thing I said. 2023, this is new to Peacock, Ro- uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, starring Ben Affleck, Hypnotic. Uh, I was intrigued... By the summer of this movie, a detective is pulled into a conspiracy web in the search for his missing daughter. This is if, uh, speaking of Christopher Nolan, this is if um, Robert Rodriguez wanted to make Memento and Inception meets Firestarter, 
but it really sucked. That's this movie. Uh, I was really bored by it, but I, I forced myself to finish it, mainly because I just wanted to know, there, there's like this big mystery, and I was like, alright, I gotta see how this ends. Um, but it, it's it's bad. It's an hour 33, though, so, yeah, give credit for that. What, what year was this? This year. Oh, it's 2020. came out this year. Yeah. I've, it was I've, in theaters like three weeks ago. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it's, on, it's on Peacock. Yeah. stars Ben Affleck, Robert Rodriguez, just, um, it's, it's not good. Uh, okay, I did get out to the theater. 2023, Meg 2, The Trench. Oh, yeah. This is not past the cash trash bar. This is still trash. I had less fun. I almost felt like I found myself nodding at parts of this. Though I will say, Mike and I have been gone back and forth over several episodes. Do I need to watch the Meg 1? You claimed I did not. I was at the Meg 2. There was talks of characters, and there were other characters, and I sat there and go, was this person in Meg? Am I supposed to know who this person is? And am I supposed to? The fate of this person was that decided in Meg? What? Someone died. I go. But they they died off screen. They didn't die in Meg. Did they die in Meg One? We'll talk about it. Uh, so you might want to kind of watch Meg One, I guess, if you're going to go in. But uh, it, this. It, it wasn't... Like, there is some fun. Um, it really picks up when the Megs, you know, start doing their Meg thing and attacking people on a beach. That's fun. And Jason takes him and asks, like, you know, go punch him in the face. Uh, but the lead-up, you know, there's like an hour where I was like, this is dragging. Is it a spoiler if I ask you how many Megs there are? No, because I think it's in the trailer. Uh, three Megs. Three Megs. Three Megs. Whew. Yeah. We upped the Megs. Yep. All right. Well, and, yeah, it's not even a spoiler. We had two megs in the last one. You gotta know we're getting three megs. Three megs. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. This I got. This is twenty twenty three. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Visually very cool. I love the animation of this. I actually liked the voice actors. In my my own bias against child actors, I did find some of them obnoxious. I really actually liked once. Um, the bad guys, you know, the, the gang shows up. I liked all that that was going on. But I was also very, like, kind of annoyed and bored by, like, the story. Like, the, the story and the dialogue. And I was like, man, I'm just old now. Or maybe Seth Rogen's old. Do kids really say Riz and Sus this much? I don't know. They do, man. Um, it's crazy. So I, I was I was left a little disappointed. No cap, bro. They do say no cap. And I know they talk about Riz. And I know things are sus. But ultimately, I think just like, um, uh, you know, it just, it wasn't for me. Um, which is disappointing because I, you know, I'm, I'm a, my kid's super into Ninja Turtles. We've been watching the old Ninja Turtles. I love it. I actually really like the Nickelodeon cartoon that they have. It's kind of like that computer animated looking one. Um, and so I, I got this. And I was super stoked for it, and by the end, I was just like, that was that was fine. Um, but my kid liked it, though I agree with, um, we had the same complaint, he and I, a two-year-old, was not enough ninjaing. I could have used a little more ninjaing, and he also, uh, you know, remarked on the, the lack of action. He mm -hmm. wanted more, more Ninja Turtles. 
Um, I think you're, I think uh, Rogan really leaned into the teenage yes part of the teenage Mutant Turtles versus the ninja. Yeah, it, it definitely had a a, a, a you know uh, what do I want to say like. It kind of had, you know, it had its emotional arc and the, the care, you know, you know, the, them wanting to be, be teenagers. And I was fine with that. I just think it was like, I don't know. It wasn't effective uh, for me. And I was like, well, they're making two. And no, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And, and, and um, like I said, the animation on it, well, I was super into the animation style. It's cool, yeah. Yeah, it just, it looked, it doesn't look like anything, you know, my, so, you know, I have a toddler and we watch a lot of, like, movies uh, DreamWorks Animation, the Disney stuff, the Pixar, and I just liked how this looked. It looked gritty and grimy. It's, and a, it's a, it's an original kind of. It reminded me kind of of the Spider Verse, yeah. kind of animation. Yeah, I feel like there was some of that influence in it, or you know that yeah. kind of style. And so, um, yeah, um, it. And I'm probably being too hard on it, just probably because my expectations were kind of high. It, it was, it was an enjoy. Like I said, we we had fun watching it. I was like, yeah, it was good. It just. I, I think I wanted just maybe a little. I said my expectations uh, too high for it. That's okay. It was a good man. kids movie. It's not for everybody. Yeah, I thought it was a masterpiece, but uh, yeah, that's that, me. That was your review. You said masterpiece. I thought it was, I thought it was a masterpiece. It was, yeah, it was perfect for me. Perfect Ninja Turtles movie for me. Yeah, I, I'm gonna put it slightly low cash for 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 me. It, it, it's it's it was a good family movie. Um, all right, and then this was just kind of uh, stayed up late, wanted to watch something I was familiar with, and uh, wanted to watch something I enjoyed. Shot two thousand four, Shaun the Dead. Love that movie; it's a great movie. Um, I think it's funny we both watched a movie with Nick Frost in it. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I like I liked him in, in this one. He was a good Nick Frost role. Um, you know, Simon Begg gets all the. All the love because of his, you know, Mission Impossible ties. But you know, let's, let's get Nick Frost some more things. Uh, and then another new movie to me, twenty twenty three. This was a rental. Also watched this with my toddler. Um, if, if I if I could still, you know, we have trash cash masterpiece. I'm gonna call this a masterpiece. Um, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Just I was just blown away by by that movie. Like. Visually, the animation just continues to be like, God, this is freaking my brain out, like, what they're doing <laughs> with the animation. But then just the story of Spider-Man. It does kind of lose some points towards the end. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I, I think it was an hour. I think it's in the title, but this is a part one of two, much like Dead Reckoning. But unlike Dead Reckoning, where last week I said, hey, it felt like a complete movie, this one definitely was just like, oh, there's a part two. We got to wait for a part two. Mm. Um, which, hey... Studios, let's get it together. Are, are you really gonna like push stuff back again three years after you had to push everything back? It's I was like, okay, when's the next one coming out? It has to be twenty twenty four. I was like, oh, potentially twenty twenty five because of the strike. I know, and that I mean, that's why like you would think when they got these planned series out, like they did with like the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbits, like like Peter Jackson filmed the whole Lord of the Rings, yeah. you know trilogy at the same time yeah for continuity and and budget and cheaper that way you would think like i mean it's hard to like plan for a strike right or you know a labor disagreement but it's like if you if you have a planned 
Well, but some of it's not even that the movie's not done. Like, Dune's getting pushed back. And Dune, from what I understand, is a complete Should be film, done, yeah. But Warner Brothers is pushing it back because with the strike, it was, I guess part of it is that... Um, They're filling space. You know, and you can't promote anything. Right. Uh, and so, you know, I guess if you have concerns that you can't put your whole, like, marketing team to, you know, make this a big, you know, get your the, the money you think you should be earning over a Christmas weekend... If you're concerned about that, and you push it back in the calendar, because well, you know, uh, Timothy Chalamet is, isn't going to go promote your movie because you know yeah. he can't. Not going to go to Comic Con or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're not going to see him on on Fallon, and uh, you know now if you're concerned about that, you push the movie back. It's like, I mean, I, 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 I haven't paid a lot of attention to it other than I know it's ongoing. I typically will side with laborers when it comes to, like billion dollar studios, and I'm like, man, we were we are three years removed from everything being shut down. We're just getting back into theaters, and now, like, you know, shut down, shut down for other reasons. We're going to shut down for for other reasons that, yeah. by all accounts, seem like they could be avoided. Um, but I digress. That's going to suck. If I have to wait two years to get my conclusion of of, of the Spider Verse. Um, but yeah, really and enjoyed of the, it. And of and Meg three and Meg three, yeah. <laughs> and I was looking for I was looking for it. I was going to go to Dune this Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah I got to wait. Who, who knows how long to go see, uh, you know, if you don't write that worm or not. Now know. you actually have time to read the book. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I really dig Dune. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm, like, booked. Like. <laughs> the book's really good, but The book seems heavy. It's Just long. based on the movie. <laughs> the book, the book's long. Yeah. When you get into the meat of it, it's great, but the, the beginning is... It's hard. It's oh. like it's like reading Moby Dick. Like no one gets through the first hundred pages. Yeah. Once you do, though, you're like, oh shit, the book's over. That was amazing. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like you know because the movie came out, and so you see the book on like Barnes and Noble. So I was like, that's that's a big book. And sci-fi is already hard enough for me as it is as a movie. I, was like, I don't know if I can read sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Dune just kind of worked for me as like it was very sci-fi. Like you know they definitely did not stray away from the sci-finess of it, but it just that was like. Because that focused characters. Yeah, I think that's what I, I, I dug yeah. into. And then, you know, just, you know, Denny Villeneuve just visually is like, it looked yeah. so dope. Um, yeah, I was excited for that. I could just make a good movie. Um, yeah, that's what I watch, yeah. Uh, really looking forward to Spider-Verse 3. I still stand, I think I said this with the first animated Spider-Man, I was like, that, that's one of the best comic book movies I've ever seen. You know, I've been so disappointed with uh, Ant-Man and, uh, um, you know, the Marvels and, or, you know, whatever came out before, oh, Doctor Strange 3 and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, these are the best comic book movies right now, are uh, just these cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw a trailer for, oh, uh, the, the Marvels, the Miss Marvel 2, or Captain Marvel 2. I was like, ah. Oh, I know. I was like... This just looks like... This like, looks like a bad cut trailer. I liked Captain Marvel. Uh, like, of the of the, you know, of the the Marvel Universe. I'm like, yeah, I like Captain Marvel. Sure. It's one of my more, you know, preferred ones. And then... Yeah, I saw that trailer. She was like, this looks stupid. Yeah. It... it it's doing this thing. I don't know. But, you know, it has like a teen character. And I, I've been kind of... There's a thing in movies, like especially comedies or like these action where you like you have the teen sidekick who just like has these like asides. And I was like, and every 
cut of this trailer, and you know, two minute trailer was just this teen like throwing out these like cool, too cool for school sides. I'm like, oh, this looks annoying. Yeah. <laughs> this just, yeah, yeah, annoying. Good word. Yeah. yeah, it looks annoying. This looks annoying. Yeah. I was like, man, Marvel. I haven't seen Guardians yet, and I hear I hear the, the third Guardians actually pretty decent. Um, but their latest runs, pretty much since Endgame, I'm like, I might be Marvel now. But I'm going to see Blade. It, give me Blade. When give me Blade. Comes out. Guardians 3 is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a cash. Blade got delayed again. Now, like, now it's delayed more because of all this stuff. So, yeah. Who knows? Marshall Ali. Um, if we're getting Blade. The guy looks not. great. I mean, I'm thinking the man, he's a man in his 50s. Uh, I'm sure he can still be Blade, but, like, is he going to do it when he's 60? Is that when we're getting Blade? <laughs> We have old, I don't know. old man Marshall Ali playing play, playing uh playing Blade. Uh, I think the I have a feeling the Blade issue is because they are trying to work it into the Marvel verse. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, Blade is far too badass for these punk ass Iron Man bitches. I know, but he's like, al- he's already been teased in one of the movies. Just like so, like you know they're gonna do the tie in as they, I know. they just take a page out of like. You have the multi like you with Doctor Strange have already done the multiverse, and then you know go back to Spider Man, uh, but like it's a multiverse movie, and watching it like we understand there, the 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 superhero stuff it's happening in different worlds, and sometimes they intersect because but like Doctor Strange already in- introduced the multiverse, so Blake could just be in a multiverse where you know. Iron Man and Captain America and like all that team up didn't have to fight Thanos. He's yeah. just doing his own thing in his own multiverse. Yeah. But he's already been yeah, they already teased him in uh I think at the in Exter or not Externals. The Eternals. Okay. Um, there was like a blade teaser in there. Uh, so I was like, Oh, so, so I guess we're getting blade. Uh, although he didn't show up, so maybe it's just it was like his sword. Blade's sword. They can retcon that stuff. Yeah, man. you can. They they can totally retcon that stuff. Yeah. Oh, they maybe they surprise us and they go, oh yeah, we teased Blade in Eternals, but it's not the Blade movie. It's a different Blade. The Blade movie you're gonna get that's just its own thing. It's the Blade movie you want. Yes. <laughs> um, when I watched Shaun the Dead, I almost put on Blade because it was on uh, you know HBO or Max. It was like, what do we just add? And like, Blade is like, oh, I might throw on Blade, but uh, when the film vampires, when zombies. So I used the some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill quote mm. like last week at work, totally inappropriately. Sure. And it made was me, it true? Oh, totally yeah. true. Was totally it, true. Uh, yeah, it's applicable. Appli- yeah, totally applicable. Yeah, just a little maybe harsh for the audience. Sure. <laughs> you said it to them to their face. <laughs> said in a meeting yeah. about. Yeah. Someone. <laughs> uh, I'd really like to pull these uh, TPS reports into the fourth quarter if you could. <laughs> Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. Up <laughs> uh, well, we got in another movie. It was over, this series, you know, Back to School, we're busy, it's Labor Day. We're just going to continue franchises that we've already done on the show. And we watched the 1997, uh, the fourth installment of the Alien franchise, we watched Alien Resurrection. Uh, there are three Alien movies prior to this. We did do Aliens, Aliens episode two fifteen, which was like our third episode of this uh, format, and then we did Alien Three, which was episode uh, I wrote it down two ninety seven. Um, 
Did you go back and watch any of the Alien movies? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel a need. No, same thing. I felt like I was I've seen them all so many times. Uh, pretty good on Alien and Aliens. And I actually was able to like recall a lot of what happened in Alien 3. Uh, going into Alien Resurrection. Uh, but if you do want to hear our thoughts on that, episode 215, 297, Aliens, Alien 3. Uh, Alien 4 is the fourth installment. This one is directed by Jean-Pierre Jeunet, who the only other thing I knew he did, he was a French director. He directed Amelie, uh, and then a bunch of other movies in French that I didn't have to watch in school. Uh, Joss Whedon is... Uh, is the screenwriter and it stars Sigourney Weaver, Winona Ryder, Ron Perlman, uh, Dominique Pinot, and Gary uh, Dorden. 200 years after Lieutenant Ripley died, a group of scientists clone her, hoping to breed the ultimate weapon. But the new Ripley is full of surprises, as are the new aliens. Ripley must learn, or excuse me, must team with a band of smugglers to keep the creature from reaching Earth. Alien Resurrection, it's already too late. Is this your first time watching Alien Resurrection? No, I would say probably like five times, fifth okay. time or so. Yeah. So were you pretty from like pretty familiar with Alien Resurrection? Yeah, you yeah, said, I knew I knew the premise pretty well. Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't need to read the synopsis before I started. Yeah, good idea. I remember this being heavily. Um, promoted to me in 1997 as a 11-year-old. Uh, I remember seeing the commercial a lot. I believe there was probably a fast food tie-in because I definitely remember Alien Cups. Um, was it Resurrection? Probably. 97. I do remember Alien Cups also. Yeah. Which seems big for an R-rated movie. You know, typically when you get your, your tie-in, it's going to be like a, a Godzilla. Uh, maybe in an Independence Day 4. Yeah. I mean, it but does I, seem like it'd been a Taco Bell thing. Unless this is, yeah, unless this is a uh, you know Mandela effect. Um, I remember alien cups that you could I get. I feel like there were alien cups mm -hmm. as well. Yep. I remember the trailer, Swimming Alien, and Winona Ryder. That's what I knew. I was like, okay, Winona Ryder's in this. Yeah, but I, I don't think I've actually ever seen this movie. Really? Okay. Yeah, this is my first time. Uh, I bought the uh, the collection when we did Aliens, had on my shelf, I was like, and this kind of what spurred it, I was like, I'd like to see the fourth one of this. Yeah. I've seen every, I've seen Prometheus, I've seen Alien Covenant, okay. I've seen uh, all the AVPs, this was the one blind spot, so, um, yeah, it's good to get in. $70 million budget, $161 million at the box office. I think those, that cup tie-in worked. Cup, 54% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 85 critical reviews. Alien Resurrection marks a slight improvement over its predecessor, but still lacks the emotional stakes that helped make the franchise's first two movies so sci-fi horror classics. Um, what did you like about Alien Resurrections? Um, I like this kind of ragtag cast they put together. Uh, well, the cast isn't ragtag, but this like ensemble of characters. Yeah. To join Ripley, yeah, um, I love my, I love Michael Wincott. I I wish he was in more things. Every time I see Michael Wincott, I'm like, I love this dude. Great character actor. I was like, I know that guy. He, he's a guy that I go, I know that guy. Let me go check his IMDb. And I was like, yeah, I, I did this exact same exercise when I watched Nope. 
Like, yeah. You see him, and I know that guy. Yeah, he's Who's the, that guy? He's the director in there, right? Director, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. Yeah, love Michael Wincott. Mm-hmm. I also think, I don't know when Ron Perlman hit hit the the, the peak of mm-hmm. his thing, but it, this must be early Perlman. Yeah, 97. And it, it's definitely pre-Hellboy Perlman. Definitely, yeah. Th- yeah, those movies were 2000s. And, uh, and definitely pre-Blade 2 Perlman. But this is like, this is good Ron Perlman shit. This is like classic Ron Perlman shit. Um, let's see. Okay, I mean... Obviously, the man's been working forever. I'm trying to... So, okay, we have Alien Resurrection. Before that... Let's see. We're, okay, I'm just working backwards. He was... It looks like he was a voice in a Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, he was in... Okay. The Island of Dr. Monroe. So, that comes out a couple a year before. Um... Yeah, this this might be. I mean, Police Academy mission a mission to Ma- Moscow. He's in that. Uh, the Cisco Kid, which I think I was just talking about uh, a couple weeks ago. Chronos, that first Guillermo del Toro movie I've never seen. Uh, but oh, yeah, this yeah, might might be first like Ron Perlman, you know, third name in in a cast. Um. Yeah. You know who else was a great, a great surprise? I didn't realize that at first until uh, he gives us an excited uh, talk about uh, seeing an android. Uh, Tuco. Yes. So, I see him. I, I was like, okay, yeah, well, uh, they have a marine survive. That, that's uh, great. Cruise? Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't feel like it was there. I was just like, that's Tuco's... Uh, Ray, yeah, Raymond Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until you find out that um, Call is a android... And he gives us like, oh, I'm so excited! Like, dude, I was like, that, and that's when it clicked in my brain. I was like, I know you. <laughs> it's Tuco. Um, yeah, great to see him in this. Um, yeah, and then uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I saw it just Casco, and then Sigourney Weaver is just. I think I think we do this every time we do an alien movie, so this will be our third time. I was like, she's great, and why isn't what's she doing now? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think like another like I I like the I like the premise of this film. Mm-hmm. I like the the idea that Joss Whedon had with like giving he, he's he's been tasked with with writing an alien movie and we've killed Ripley yeah numerous times. <laughs> How do we bring Ripley back now? Right, and I think the premise is there. It works for me. The cloning and, yeah and and. I, yeah, I like that, and that also ties in some of my negatives. But I, I like the idea of this. Yeah, they they get us from the end of three into the start of four, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I like how Sigourney Weaver plays it. That we know Ellen Ellen Ripley from the first three movies, and in this one, she just plays this like cold, and you know, she she's this clone woman. Um, yeah, I, I just like how she's playing that. Uh, that makes sense. And then I I. This movie for me really picks up at the halfway mark when shit goes down. That's when this movie, I'm like, it, it's his most entertaining, and I'm I'm actually into the movie once the aliens break out, and now you have this ragtag group and these you know s- 
space marines and these scientists all trying to just get off get off a ship. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I, I, it is almost like a tale of two movies. Mm. When I started, I was like, man, they're really like, I'm feeling the vibe of Alien. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the vibe changed to Aliens. Yeah. And so I kind of, I liked, I liked that slow kind of crawl in the mm. beginning too because I felt like it was quiet and gritty like Alien. And then you're right, then the action starts. And yeah. so I liked both. I, I think I liked both both acts. I not, not to jump too far into the what negative, but I I didn't like the first half, and I I, I get what you're saying. The, the slow burn of the alien, the what it was lacking for me was you spent too much time with the scientists, and I was like, oh, these are like they're just not good. Like they're not good characters. Uh, we'll get into the acting of some of this. I'm like, man, this movie is all over the. The actors in this movie are all over the place. Oh, like, yeah, What they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I like the smugglers. They, like, we spent time with them, but then we're just kind of with these, like, the science of it all. I'm like, oh, man, this is dragging. Yeah, I think part of it is they me. didn't, like, really develop their intentions. Yeah. Like, okay, we get it. They're, they're trying to make a military weapon or whatever, but, like, it was just un, unsaid. Right. For most of it. And then you know a good kind. This is a good and bad. This is a gross movie. It's it's a it's the alien stuff that happens in this and that kind of stuff. Like ooh, this movie's some some alien body horror. This movie's this movie's gross. This movie has a, has an ick to it. it. Things are wet and slimy yeah. and just like you know that the alien that shows up at the end. You're like this is this is gross. It makes you very uncomfortable. But I like it. I like all that stuff. Yeah. There were there was. A grossness to the staff of the ship that I was like, I don't like this. Though. Their haircuts, their their faces, their faces. They, they all kind of this like rat. They're all kind of doing this like rat, and they just like they get close. They're they're close talkers, and they all just kind of have this like. It's like, oh, you guys are you guys are all creeping me out. Yeah. Everybody on the ship except for the smugglers. You got the scientists. You guys are all creepy. You guys like aliens a little too much. That guy, like <laughs> that guy's fucking with the alien through the glass. I'm like. What are we doing, dog? Like you just are you are you do you love the alien? And then I almost thought I was like, is the alien like brain? Who's training who? Right. It's, I was like, do you do you? I I was for sure that guy was going to free the aliens. Like he was somehow like he fell in love with the alien and was like working for them. That no, wasn't the case. He was just a fucking creepy guy. They really leaned into the creepiness. They leaned into and creepiness, maybe, and maybe that's what's working for that part. I don't know. I don't like it. It was icky. I don't think you were supposed to be comfortable. Yeah. I think you were supposed to be uncomfortable, and I think it worked. Well, I think clearly it worked on you. No, because I didn't like it. Uh, yeah. But then it also ties into... It, it goes hand in hand of, of what I didn't like. So, yeah, the characters were all kind of like had this grossness about them, and then some of them were just doing this like, okay, we're in an alien movie. This is got a big button like, there potentially maybe a Taco Bell uh, promotional tie into this. Wait, <laughs> you may have your face on a cup. Seventy million dollar budget. Do some of you guys think you're on a Canadian production of a sci-fi movie? Because some of the acting in this was like yeah, it's like Sci-Fi Channel. Sci-Fi Channel, yeah. very just like I was like yo, but then it was just the juxtaposition of having like Winona Ryder and Rod Pearl. Like you know, Rod Pearl was hamming it up too, but it's just like. 
you're just a much talented actor. And you bought into that as his character. Yeah. yeah. And then some of the, you know, some of the characters who don't get names, who are just rant doctors, it's like, you guys are, you guys are, act, you guys are going big. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, it's working. Uh, yeah, so just, as I was like, this is, this is a little all over the place yeah, here. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Um, what else worked for you? Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, let's see. Talk about the character, the, the smuggler characters especially. Yeah. The cast. I mean, I liked the, I liked the creature design. Um, that's a, that's what led me into watching Attack the Block sure. after. Is I was like, what's another movie that has dope creature design? Yeah. Attack the Block. And so I like the creature design for the most part, especially mm. the early aliens. Yeah, I like the glisten, the slime on them. I like how how like slithery they were. Yeah, that worked for me. Um, decent effects, decent special effects. The swimming oh, sure. aliens looked fantastic. Sure, there was one where I was like, "Oh, this didn't look great." I think it was when the alien goes into like the escape pod. I was like, "That didn't look good," but the swimming swimming aliens look great. They do a lot of like close-ups of you know practical alien puppets. I assume like those all look good. The the kills, I think all of them look like pretty good. Yeah. Uh, even like I guess like just the top of his head bitten off. I was like, yeah, that was good. Yep. Um. Yeah, enjoyed that. Uh, what didn't work for you outside of um, what I've already mentioned, the acting. I had a major problem with Sigourney Weaver's purple fingernails or no green fingernails. Yeah. Like, I get, like, what we're doing here. We're like, okay, she's a clone. She's, her clone has this mixed genetics with the aliens. The aliens are never green. No. And, and so, that just, every time we saw her fingernails, I saw, which was too many times, yeah. I was pissed. There was a letterbox review that was just like, man, these scientists went all out for cloning to where they even painted her fingernails chameleon green. Like, that is attention to detail. <laughs> so just the idea that, no, her fingernails aren't green because she's an alien. It's like, no, someone's going in and painting yeah, her fingernails. Yeah, yeah it fingernail was, polish. Doesn't make any sense. While she was in her, like, an induced coma. Yep. It's like, yeah, well, you know. And they spiled them sharp. Yep. Give her a nice little pop of color. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, the, the basketball scene. Yep. Since when does Ripley play basketball? So, and then, why do they even have basketball? And, so yeah, that. Unless you are making, like, White Man Can Jump, or a movie based on basketball, basketball scenes in movies always look ridiculous. Yeah. Because you have actors who can't play, who don't play basketball. Anytime you show me someone who I know cannot dunk a basketball, and you show them dunking a basketball, it looks stupid on camera. Yep. You, you will never convince me it looks good. looks dumb. Um, and then the the positive, which, like, led into a negative, was, like, I like this premise of we're in the future, 200 years. Yeah. But, hey, why the hell does everything look exactly the same 200 years later? 200 years ago, it looked exactly the same. Like, the ships, like, the technology. Like, everything looks the same. We peaked. Like, like what the hell? Yeah. 200 years in the future, it looks the same as Alien 3, which looked the same as Aliens, which looked exactly the same as Alien. Yeah. I guess maybe Aliens, Alien to Aliens, there seemed to be a little technological jump, mostly because of James Cameron, like, sure. visually. But 
Why does everything look the same? Why are your spaceships still made out of steel grates? What the hell is going on here? Yeah. I, get, I know we're in this, like, industrial, like, mining, like, society or whatever. I'm sure there's some really cool, like, space liner ships out there. Yeah. But but these are people doing cloning. And why are we... I feel like we're just reusing sets. Yeah. I... Much, you know, the acting, I was like, is very sci-fi. A lot of the... Some of the sets, like some of it looked cool uh, when it was more alien focused, but like just like the the sets of people going, you know, into like labs and stuff. I was like, this this also looks very sci-fi network. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whooshing doors and then, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, we don't use square door frames in the future. Yeah. No, yeah. Hex, hexagon. Squares are. Uh, yeah. It just it, it made sense for Alien. Uh, you know, they're 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 just. They're miners, um, and then you know, Alien Three. Okay, that's a prison planet. Yeah, th- this is military and scientists who have two hundred years in the future who are yeah. cloning on this ship. As a sci-fi guy, heading to Earth, I was so insulted with. Okay, we have this scene we got to do. We're gonna put a lot of budget into this swimming alien scene because mm. aliens. Let's be honest; they look fucking badass swimming. Yeah. They look like they belong in the water. Yeah. Well, they're always wet. So, we're going to do this. We need this scene. We need this this underwater scene with these aliens. How are we going to get them underwater? Oh, the cooling towers are leaking or whatever. I'm like, so, in space, in a ship, you're cooling your engines with whatever fuel they may need to burn with water. With mm-hmm. water. Yeah. And now the water is leaking out. That, I am insulted by the fact that they think they can, they can, this is a nitpick. Sure. But you, you're trying to tell me. Well, you just got off Oppenheimer too. You're cooling, (laughs) you're cooling this spaceship drive mechanism with water. Yeah. With fucking water. But maybe I guess they do because everything looks like it's made out of steel grates. So maybe that is just it. Yeah. Yeah, steel grates cannot. I mean, <laughs> visually cool when you see some when you see alien fingers come through the grates or or acid blood melt through them. Melt through it, but yeah, it can't be the most practical thing to, to build your floor. No. Um, you can just have someone on the floor below be able to look up, like just <laughs> you know, see things. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it's it's a very utilitarian ship. I guess I'm sure. Yeah. Like I said, there's there's probably some sweet space liners in this time, but. You can't look up and see someone taking a crap above you. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> there were just parts of this where I was like, man, this just feels like a, like a sci-fi production. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, definitely the sets uh, are, are, are part of it. Um, you know, another nitpick, you know, you're talking about, the, you know, if we can get just into the, the science of it all then. I don't know a lot about space. I don't know about spaceships, but they they they, they, they called it a boat. They called it a ship. I know one of the last things you want to do on a ship is light a fire, and so when Ripley has to destroy her clone Ripley's, which I actually thought was a pretty cool scene, and again, pretty gross. Uh, her using the the flamethrower was like, who's putting out this fire? Now you just have an active fire on the ship. Yeah, I don't really get the physics of that. Like, did she superheat those tanks in such a way that the glass like? ruptured or the or the water pressure inside it like i don't know how fire does that to that yeah um 
I was... Wouldn't just a bullet through the head? Would, when freaky, deformed Ripley's like, hey, kill me, just... Is lighting the clone version of yourself, which you clearly have some sympathy for, that, that you know, you're like, man, this is, this is me, this is a version of me, and I feel for it, and it's begging for me to kill it. Is lighting it on fire the most humane way of going about that? Yeah, well, Ripley's no longer human, so... But she feels <laughs> her face is so sad. When she sees this, this monstrosity, she, she's like, God, what have they done? Two versions of herself. And she's like, I, I will do that. I will put you... M- M- Mere... Oh, no, I guess... It, we haven't yet met the guy... Met the uh, the guy who um, has the, the chest burster in, in him. Where they have a conversation about how, like, how can I humanely kill this person? Right. Ripley's just like, light him on fire, I guess. Uh, this is a tool she was given to buy an android who's not human. Yeah. Her... By synthetic, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. Um, and and you would think, yeah, there would be a, a, if not a more humane way, but just like a a faster way. They shouldn't have flamethrowers on a ship. Seems like a bad tool to have on a on a ship. Um, yeah, let's go back to the flamethrower in the aliens universe. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't seem practical. Again, you're in a confined space. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Aren't you worried about lighting something on fire that, you know, you can't control? Burning your whole oxygen, right? Like supply, yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. This is I like you when I talk about negatives. I more talked about like you know the, the actual filmmaking and what didn't work, acting, set design, the story. I want to get in the nitpickies. How come sometimes bullets ricochet off metal, and then sometimes they go right through metal to you know. Through a helmet? Through a helmet. That's that's supposed to be, like, for ballistic... I assume stronger than the, the light fixture that you bounced <laughs> it off of. Well, those guys had, like... They were, like, you know... They probably had, like, some illegal bullet or something. Oh, maybe it was, like... Okay, for the first, like... It gets one bounce. Fraction of a second, it's made of rubber. And yeah. Then, and then it activates. So it has, like, some jacket on it. Right. So it can do one sweet ricochet. Yeah. Okay, I buy that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, again, ultimately for me, I just, uh, that, it just, there was part, there were parts of the movie I really liked, where, you yeah. know, I'm, we'll get to it, we kind of like, where, where ranks are, but there were parts of it I was like, this is the worst alien movie, and I go, okay, obviously not one or two, but it's like, is this the third best alien movie? It just it had that like I, I went on that journey for an hour and forty minutes. Sure. Like oh this sucks. This is great. Yeah, I mean I like I love I loved the slow burn yeah. at the beginning, and I did like when we turned into action mode. Yeah. It was like now we're on an escape. But I think the third act, I was just like, I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> yeah. There's that weird ambiguous. Think, as I think an alien is having sex with Ripley, but I'm not sure. But then he's also like, "Oh, it thinks you. It it thinks it's your, its mother." I was like, "So is this like a parental?" Like, yeah, weird scene. And then we get pregnant 
alien queen. Yeah. And then we get baby alien, who I don't even know what they're thinking about that creature design. Yeah. That was horrible. You know, it's they made that I, I guess the the Ripley alien. So but like we've seen an alien come out of a I guess it's because it like we've seen aliens come out of people like we know what well that's that's the whole thing with the with the xenomorph right yeah. like whatever is the host right it takes some form right and so the aliens we live lo- have learned to love are the biped arms and legs because that is what and hands they're getting that from the humans yes. of their 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 host and so now we're like okay well the queen is got a reproductive system. She got that from the human being. And I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to create an alien that looks more towards the human side. Right. But it looked terrible. Yeah. I was like, but we've already... you are, Yeah, we already have it. But I guess you're trying to say that because... I, I don't understand the... It was like, we've seen... Yeah, we've seen them it's come like, out of humans. They become humanoid. Yeah, it's like they want to go over... Onto the uh, the human side of the spectrum for that alien versus staying on the alien side of the spectrum, which is human tidbits. Yeah. They want to go human side with alien tidbits. And they failed. I drastically. Under- I understand opinion. some... I Yes, I understand what they were going for. And I hate to say just play the hits, but we can't just have Ripley with the showdown with the Queen. It's worked. Every you know, yeah. it's worked the last uh, two movies. Yeah, uh, let's just have have another showdown. Um, yeah, uh, I liked some of the grossness, but you're right. But towards the end, I was like, oh, this is a little too gross. When it got when it got to the part, and I mean, I wasn't thinking, okay, this is a master class of filmmaking no. up until this point. But when it got to the part when when Ripley leaves the group, that's when I was like, oh yeah, here is the ultimate downturn of this movie for me. And that happens and it's not even an exciting like when she leaves the group when you know she's pulled into like I guess like what kind of like a nest area. The orgy of aliens. Let's call it what it yeah. what they were up implying. The alien orgy. <laughs> um I just thought something like cool was gonna like a cool showdown. And it wasn't at all. If anything what yeah. was happening on the ship was more exciting. Um you know with with the Angry scientists and uh, you know the chestburster, awesome kill by the way. Oh yeah. So that guy, did, did he just get super rage because he knew he 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 was dead and this this doctor's fucking around and being like talking stupid like oh we gotta go back so he's like I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna beat this fucker down or was that like is that a byproduct of like being possessed by an alien? It, al- it almost seemed like he was like almost at least like possession thing or, or was he just like I'm I'm mad I'm the human man I'm mad at this situation so I'm killing this I, fucker I think it was yeah I think it was like he knew that alien was in him because of the scientist yeah and so he just went and so he was pissed kind and of primal then, and then he knew he was gonna die anyway yeah. with an alien coming out and so he was gonna have that alien burst out of him through a man yeah and that was badass yeah great kill so badass <laughs> um would you like to see a sequel to Alien 4? 
resurrection. Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to see these humanized alien things. No. What about? Because this is the, so. This is the last Ripley story we get. Yeah. Ripley, call. They are both robot. Well, no, Ripley's a clone, so she's human, right? I get. Yeah. She's, she's not an android. She's not an. She's not a synthetic. No, she's she's a. A, a flesh organic, and bone organic being yeah yeah with acid blood yeah calls a synthetic being yeah but you don't want to see them like on earth now and just like living in a cabin you know trying to stay away from the government and then of course then they have to go fight aliens again nah nah I'll, I'll tell you why Mark it's I, I, I just don't buy into Winona Ryder whatsoever in this film uh and that's part of it. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I don't. I, I, I think, I don't know. Like, I, I love Ripley. I love Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. But we, I mean, after three, we knew we didn't need any more Ripley. Yeah, I think. In, in three, you know, going back to the episode, uh, you know, we were both kind of disappointed by it. And yeah. It, it, I guess you don't give them credit for trying to resurrect, but it feels like they should just learn their their lesson from from three and not try to go back to four. Um, what so what was the Winona problem with for you? We didn't, we didn't I, this in the good or or, or bad. I, I left it out of the good or the bad. I I was kind of just I just don't fine. I don't feel like she belonged in this movie. Uh-huh. She doesn't look the part. She doesn't act the part. I've never been like a big Winona fan. Yeah. I I think she's absolutely perfect in Stranger Things. Sure. You know, but I don't know. I just I didn't I liked her turn. I liked the character's turn when we find out she's synthetic. Yeah. I totally love that. But yeah, I just am not like into Winona Ryder in this movie. Yeah. I I think with especially with a lot of like the bad acting in it. It elevated her to where I was like, yeah, she is a professional actress. She's better than many, yeah. Better than many. But I also never found her, like, she didn't, like, rise to, like, the level of, of, like, Sigourney Weaver and, like, being, like, this badass, like, hero of these movies. I don't know if that's what they're going for or not. But, yeah, I kind of just found her inclusion fine. I was just like, yeah. It was weird. I, I, I feel like when this came out, I feel like, I don't she was probably a big star at the time, right? In in the nineties, I, I think late nineties she was coming up. Yeah. Or, or um, I mean, I don't even know what brought her onto the scene other than she dated Donnie Jet, Donnie Jepp. Yeah. Johnny Depp, Donnie Jepp. I'm gonna he- call him Donnie Jepp from now on. Heather's and Beetlejuice. Heather's was awesome. Loved Heather's. Yeah. Beetlejuice. I've never been a big, oh, big fan yeah. of Beetlejuice. Um, but yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like in the marketing, though, I feel like even, you know, because I was like 11, I was like, man, yeah. I, I remember that what Nona Ryder was a big part of, like, the marketing of this movie, you know, when Alien was coming back. Like, she was showing a lot in the trailer. And then I, in it, I was just like, yeah, she's all right. She was fine, fine in it. It, it. I don't think it did, I don't think it did much for her. And I don't think she did much for Alien, the the, the franchise. Um what about a remake? An alien remake. Alien Resurrection remake? Sure. 
It's always tough when we have this question for like the fourth installment. Yeah, I guess, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll widen it a little bit more. We, we get Alien movies off, you know, we're still churning these out. It's been a while since Alien Covenant, but is it time for another, a remake of the Ripley Alien story? I'm not against it. A new Ripley. I'm not against a okay. new Ripley. It would be very hard to live up to. Get away from her, you bitch. I mean... She's iconic. Like... Man. Gosh. That's tough. Yeah. Can we remake Resurrection with Sigourney Weaver and just fix it? Oh. Can we remake Alien 3 with Sigourney Weaver and just fix it? A requel, perhaps? Maybe a requel? So it's Sigourney Weaver. She returns. She is Ripley. And then as we're watching the movie, we go, oh, this is the plot of Resurrection. They're just doing it better. Yeah. I mean, because I, I do... I don't hate that idea. I do like the premise. I like this, in the future, this cloning thing. How we bring her back. We're doing it this way. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But then make a good movie around that. Here's what you do. You do the thing that a lot of these franchises do. Um, where, where you make a new movie and you say, this movie forgets this timeline. You forget three, and it's Sigourney Weaver. You bring back um, Michael Bean. You bring back Newt. They've all just been in, you know, uh, cryogenic. You know, uh, you know they they've just been sleeping this whole time. So you can even age them up, I guess. I don't know how does it work. Does it stop you from aging when you when you're in, the, in those pods? Uh. Yeah, I don't know if it stops your your development or not. Well, in this in this in this world, it doesn't. So you can just get them as older actors. They've just been sleeping this whole time. It's thirty years later. They, uh, you know, are rescued by uh, a military science uh, ship that looks like a military science ship. We're gonna update the ship for you, <laughs> and then it's just the beats of resurrection. <laughs> it's a requel. And then it also fixes the uh, Alien 3 problem of, like, so why'd you kill off Noon Hicks in the beginning right, of the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just yeah, they're alive. And then we just have this new Alien timeline that, you know, like Halloween did. Um, yeah, because it, it is a cool story of just, like, yeah, there's these military people, there's these smugglers, you're, and then you have Ripley, you're all in the same place at the same time, and now shit goes down, and you all need to get off the ship. Yeah. Um... What character would you most like to see a spinoff of? Oh, man. I, I like the... Uh, I don't remember his name. The wheelchair guy? Yeah. I The names in this... Um, I None of them, except for uh, Call, because they say it a lot. But Ron Perlman's character, the, the, the captain of the smuggling ship, that... None of them, none of them stuck with me. I'd like to see a prequel of the wheelchair guy, uh-huh. and I want to see him have more sweet gun stuff like stacked all over his wheelchair. Yeah. Though when he's putting together his little shotgun blaster, you know the aliens above him is that really cool? Like he has to quietly put together. He starts with the sight, which just slides over the barrel, and then he puts the other part. And I was like, well, that doesn't connect. I was like, you, I think you could skip the sight. <laughs> It did. It did. It uh, 
didn't seem to add anything to your gun. Oh, whoa. If you were in a hurry... He was able to aim that fucker. He just kind of held it in front of him. Peep sight, bro. Peep sight. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he grabs it. He slides that... At first, I, was, I thought that was it. He was just putting the side. I was like, you definitely don't need that. And then he then he puts, like, the butt of the thing on. I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, maybe it goes into the site. And he's like, nope, that site is just sticking there. Muscle memory, dude. He's done that so many times. Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> step by step, deliberate. Yeah. That, uh, that of course, was, um, you know, that was... Vrius? Does that sound like a name they were yeah, saying? Yeah, that sounds like the name. Uh, who else you had? You had uh, Johnner, Christie, Elgin, Hilliard. You know, not not as cool as as aliens, Marines names. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can I put this in the, in the band? This is this this is the sci-fi acting. I just I just thought of this as I was looking at the cast and um, uh, Dan uh, Hedaya is in it. You know, he plays the general in it. <laughs> Him rolling the grenade, which I thought was actually kind of a cool shot. You know, the following the grenade into the thing, uh, and then it blows up. And I was like, holy shit, that grenade is a nuke! <laughs> right? Yeah, that was the biggest explosion ever from this little tiny grenade. <laughs> And then when he salutes <laughs> the thing, I was just, I don't know. I just was like, man, what are we doing? That whole scene was funny. Yeah. Grenade. Okay, so the soldier hands him a grenade. Hands, gra- takes a grenade off of his strap, hands it to him uh, so he can roll it in. Yeah. And then somehow he's got a detonator for said grenade. Yes. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. Comes in there. with a detonator. But yeah. So when, when, in the future, you pull the pin and the pin's a detonator? Maybe that so. Kind of what he did, yeah? I mean, you're right. It was 200 years in the future. Yeah, 200 years of the future from the from future. The future. Yeah, I should have known the the pin on the grenade was the detonator. Would you? Well, especially the thing's a a, a, a nuclear blast. <laughs> that, that was huge. Um, you're 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 Dan Adea's character. You're the general. You ask. You say grenade. You're gonna you you're gonna sacrifice your men who are probably already dead. So you know you you know. Do you do the roll, or are you switching that thing? Step back three. Oh, uh, Skyhook? Yeah. Oh, you, you <laughs> Skyhook did it? Uh, it's just, I, the roll, because the doors were closed, I was like, ooh, a lot of room for error, you know. You could bounce around, it's an oblong shape. Right, it, it, did, it, it did kind of swirl around the entrance yeah. before it goes in. I was like, oh, is that the best route, or would, would I have... Would I have Gone for maybe the more difficult shot, which is, you know, maybe an overhand. I'm just going to... I think the roll was the safer shot. Yeah. Um, I think you risk overshooting. That, you'd be worried about that, yeah. right? Then you just go, another grenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was the, the more sure shot. Okay. I think that was the, the better way, was the roll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Higher probability, yeah. That's, I just, it just popped in my head of just him saluting... And then another alien. The salute. Yeah. He knew how many aliens were on board. <laughs> you weren't done. He was saluting his crew, man. <laughs> there would have been they, time. They gave their life. What do you think of the title? Alien Resurrection on, on your on your grading system. I think it's okay. Alien. So they draw so we have alien, alien. This is the most you know, 
inconsistent naming pattern for a franchise. So you have Alien, Aliens, you said the S, Alien 3, Alien but it was like cubed. cubed. Yeah, Alien Cubed. <laughs> Alien Resurrection, which makes sense. You, 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 you brought back not only the main character, but also the, the franchise. You resurrected the franchise. And then if we, if we continue just the what we consider the franchise, then it goes to Prometheus, then we go Alien Covenant. So then you go back, back to, to... Yeah, it went back to Alien after the name, Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. Very inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, they're all over the board with how, how yeah, they are naming these things. Uh, Resurrection's cool. Alien Resurrection. You yeah, know, I think it's Resurrection, cool. it's better than Alien 4 in this case, I, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you need to see any of the previous aliens to get into Alien Resurrection? I, I don't think you really do. Yeah. Because they don't, they really don't matter uh, at I, all. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to do yourself a favor. Like, yes, if I told you, you if someone came to me and said, I'm going to watch Alien Resurrection, I would obviously be like, you should just watch Alien and Aliens. But if they were dead set on just, I'm going to watch Alien Resurrection, I'm like, yeah, man, you're fine. They will fill you in on everything you need to know. I feel like even when they, like, she's talking about the little girl, like, yeah. I don't think she even says the name Newt or whatever. No, I don't think she does. That, that's all. You're good. Yeah. You're, you're good. I mean, you, having seen Aliens, you're like, oh, she's talking about Newt. Well, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and finally, all right, because we've seen four of these. How how, how do you rank these? Um, I think I flip-flop on, on the first two sure. quite a bit. As of right now, I would go... Alien, Aliens, then probably Resurrection, then 3. And I think Resurrection, uh, mostly because I think the Alien swimming scene is dope. Yeah. Um, and I like Ron Perlman. Yeah. I, again, as I watch this, I, I did go through a, this is bad, this is good. Ultimately, I, I think what I stand on is like, this is pretty, this is deep, this is, this is okay. Yeah. It's where I end it, and I think that puts it above... At the end of it, it, this is above Alien 3 for me. I think I like Resurrection more. I think it's a more fun movie. Especially for me, second half, I was like, yep, let's just let, let's just get into some Alien stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think it just works better for me than, than, than 3. And then probably, I mean, if we're just those four, well, I guess we'll eventually get to Prometheus and Covenant. But I probably have those two above Resurrection, though. Uh, in the ultimate packing order. Um, but that doesn't answer the ultimate question. Did we need it? No. A flat no. Swimming aliens. You know? We needed swimming aliens for sure. Ron Perlman. Thermos gun, which I don't understand the science of that. <laughs> when he turns his thermos <laughs> into a gun. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then yeah, you start counting up the net, the, the negatives. I'm gonna say no. This was an okay movie, but man, it's crazy. This franchise, when you go, these those first two movies are like classic movies, and then everything that followed, even the good, like even Prometheus, which I really liked, it's just you're not even like in the same ballpark as those first two movies. Yeah. I... And that's, I kind of, like, I know we're in the franchise, but, like, yeah. to me, like, Prometheus and Alien Covenant, they're kind of, like, this own, because I really like those. Yeah. But I do, I see them separately. Sure. Um, and I think it is because, yeah, we have this weird 
stopgap of Alien Cube yeah. and Alien Resurrection. And yeah, I agree. Alien, I think Alien Resurrection is okay. It's an okay movie. Yeah. But um, they are just nowhere close to those other two. Those yeah. first two movies, yeah. And you're right, Prometheus and Coven are not even close to Alien Aliens. Right. Like, they're, they're, they're better than these two. Like, yeah. They're good movies, but they just don't capture. Right, yeah. yeah I mean, you're missing, I think, what those are really missing what I feel like this movie, there were parts I liked, you know, parts I liked of the Scorpion movie, but it's like, it's just, it, those movies are really missing, like, the Ripley of it all. Yeah. This, ha- having this, like, cool lead character. Um... Yeah, Alien Resurrection. If you have thoughts, you can email us at dvdgpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, you know, tell us. Uh, if someone has that chart of, like, the, the life cycle of Xenomorph, I look that up every uh, couple years. Uh, if you could send that. I always forget why the weird pod things show up. Where do those come With from? The, we have the eggs. The eggs, from yeah. From the eggs come the, ch- the face huggers. Right. Face hugger implants the... Thing that becomes a chest burster, which then becomes a xenomorph. Xenomorph, but the and the egg comes from the queen. It comes from the queen. But the freaky new alien with the skull, that just came out of the alien's birth vagina. Yeah, it was birth uterus, if you will. Yeah, not how I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get on Joss Whedon, but I think there might be some inconsistencies in his. Uh, is alien uh, science. Uh, yeah, if, I think uh, alien sex ed may have been thrown out the window. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing next? Okay. Continuation month. Mm. There was some actually some really fun choices. Sure. It's funny we were talking about Blade earlier because I had thought about doing Blade 3 for oh. this, but we're not. The Trinity. We're not. We're not. I, I want to do something I hadn't seen, and I'm not sure you've seen this yet or not. I don't care. Yeah. We are... And I, I think you're gonna like this. I wanna I wanna make sure you get the title right. Is it Bridget Jones' baby? <laughs> no. No, okay. We I uh, wanna make sure you get the title right. We are gonna do Bill and Ted Face the Music. Alright, I have not seen this. Um I had every intention of doing it. And we did Bill and Ted, yeah. This is we did Bogus Journey. Mm-hmm. And this is streaming. It's a streaming, I believe it's on multiple services. Yeah, I think right I've now. seen it on Prime and Hulu. And it has a 91 minute runtime. I like that. It's somewhat modern, only a few years old. Yep. And I think it's, I, I agree, it's something uh, I, I knew you mentioned you wanted to watch it. I've always wanted to watch it. Yep. I just never have. So I'm glad I picked something we both haven't seen. All right. Yeah, I, I like the theme continuation. This has been one we might go back to because it's, when else would we do Bill and Ted? It's like continuation month. We'll just. Yeah. Tacking on there. So, all right. Bill and Ted, face the music. Music. Um, Till then, it's been uh, Don't Be That Guy, Guide for Sequels and Remakes. Do your homework, you back-to-school nerds. I thought you were dead. Yeah, I get that a lot.